Hey, welcome back to Overdose. My name is David, and today marks the first day that we're doing a, another miniseries. I'm marking an end to the mental health miniseries that I did. Um, if you haven't listened to that, please go check it out. Um, I, I probably will be doing another personal episode. I never really fully delved into my story. I've talked about it a lot on my Instagram, but I never really fully covered it for you guys on the podcast and audio form and i'd really like to do that at some point so maybe in the future but for now i really wanted to move on to this next topic which i find super important um not only from like a personal my personal experience with starting the podcast but i think it's really pertinent for anybody who's interested in starting to put their stuff put themselves out there on social media whether it be you know promoting their profession and trying to be trying to use it as a tool to help them get hired i think social media and linkedin especially and instagram is getting more and more used to by employers to kind of get a feel for who applicants are. Um, and I know there's a lot of, you know, hesitancy surrounding it. A lot of people don't want to put themselves out there. A lot of people get scared by it. A lot of people like me were unsure of what message we wanted to, you know, put out there in the world and for people to look at it and be like, hey, that's cool. Or, hey, I don't like that at all. So without further ado, um, I have gotten the crazy opportunity uh, to interview Dr. Mike Corvino. Um, of Core Consult RX. If you haven't listened to his podcast, you definitely should. But he kind of covers, we kind of go over everything social media. We go over how we started Core Consult, what was reasoning behind it was, kind of his experience of um, in pharmacy school. And I wanted to take a deeper look into and expand on Adam Martin's interview with him. If you haven't listened to it, I'm going to link in the show notes. But it's a really good episode. It talks about more specifically what value you can bring on social media, how to be successful on it, and kind of more topics like this. But I think we touch on a little bit more um, of the personal side of all of that. So without further ado, this is Overdose episode five, I think. Yep, episode five. Um, just go for it with Dr. Mike Cornell. Sitting here live with Core Consult on Overdose. Um, I don't know why I'm introducing it this way, um, but my name is David, um, and today we're going to be talking about a whole bunch of things, pharmacy related, social media related, um, and kind of just giving Mike here a chance to talk about, um, give his chance to shine about um, something he's talked about on his podcast that he, I think every time you mention it, you're like, people are sick of me here talking about this, but. Now we're giving. Now we're getting a long episode into it. So thank you so much for agreeing to be interviewed, man. Yeah, it's man. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. This is cool. Um, and helping me with the audio. So um, <laughs> no worries. <laughs> so although I'm sure most of your listeners are going to be the ones listening to this, uh, because I'm still I'm still you know on the bottom tier here of the pharmacy podcasting world. Um, uh, but could you give a little background about yourself for some of the you you know my listeners who might not know you? Yeah, sir. So um, my name is Mike Corvino. Um, you know, my actual day job is a, I'm a, a clinical pharmacist for um, a family medicine type clinic. And uh, I do like diabetes uh, management and education. And uh, I also work with the behavioral health team because we have uh, a psych uh, team that also uh, works at our clinic and then uh, around at some of our satellite sites. So I, I work with them as far as med management. Um as of right now, I'm kind of like the standing pharmacy director as well. So I'm kind of wearing a couple different hats there. 
Um, so I'm just overseeing the dispensing part of it, even though I don't actually dispense myself. Um, just making sure all that runs smoothly and then seeing patients and all that on my, on the other end. Um, and then I also, uh, I teach pharmacotherapy for PA school. So, um, faculty at Charleston Southern university, uh, for their grad school program. Um, and I teach, I wrote their pharmacology and pharmacotherapy program for them when they first got started. And now I'm on my third year of teaching for them. And, uh, yeah, so I started, uh, core consult RX is kind of like a fun, just something to do on the side. Uh, initially I started that back in 2017 and, uh, started just on social media like so using instagram and things like that to kind of promote like evidence-based medicine like tidbits and clinical pearls things like that to kind of help students like keep up to date but on a platform that they are more likely to use than just like a standard you know email that gets forwarded to them every couple weeks and so i uh, started there and then it kind of evolved into the podcast and now we're doing everything from like virtual reality versions of the podcast to all kinds of forms of social media and all kinds of different stuff so it's gotten a little out of hand but it's been uh, <laughs> it's been a, a fun trip out of hand but awesome honestly like i you and dr uh, richard waith over at rx radio have been like huge inspirations for me to get started um especially you're, you're saying all these things is like, you need another side hustle. You got, you already got a lot going on, man. Yeah. <laughs> like you've already try to stay busy. Yeah. Well, and, and now I saw on your, um, on your page, you're, you're available to text as well to answer med questions as if that's not enough to keep you busy. Like, yeah. So I have a texting platform available now. This is more of a pilot thing. I'm just seeing how it works. Um, but, uh, before, you know, I had direct, I was getting a lot of my like pharmacotherapy type questions over, direct message on Instagram. So start off, they would email me and then they started sending me stuff over Instagram. And so I kind of started this new thing where I gave, I have a number that you can text and then it goes directly to me and then I'll, I can text back in real time, um, and answer, you know, if I'm available, obviously I can't do it every time, but, uh, and then I can also send out like mass text if I have something that I'm trying to share. Uh, like I have, uh, I did a review of the new asthma guidelines and like a two page summary kind of thing that I sent out to just people oh, on awesome. my text platform. So stuff like that. Um, and I'm just kind of messing around with it right now, trying to learn from it and see what, what kind of data I can accumulate, if you will. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's just like a unique thing. I know, like, I feel like as the future goes on, people are going to want to be more connected with their pharmacists or more connected just with their healthcare providers. I feel like you're going to, you're already on the top of the jump for that. So try man. <laughs> so, um, I just want to go into, I want to ask you a million questions, but like yeah. explicitly for this little mini series I'm doing, um, it's mainly to hopefully give students an idea of, um, how they can use social media to network. I did listen to an episode that you did with the fit pharmacist on his podcast. Um, so I, I want to kind of, um, jump into similar things, but expand on them. Um, so you kind of already covered why you wanted to start core consult. Um, did you know initially what you're going to post in the beginning or was that kind of just like a spur of the moment thing? So initially my whole, really the, the main reason why I started it was, so I, I didn't do a residency when I finished school. And, you know, I, I was told that if you don't do a residency, you'll never be able to, you know, get to the point where you're a clinical that's, pharmacist. And that's what they keep pushing on us too. Yeah. 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 So I guess my whole initial thought process was, okay, well, I'm going to, I know I wasn't going to do a residency. I hadn't really set myself up from that uh, or for that, the, you know, through throughout pharmacy school. And so for me, it was kind of a way of, I guess, keeping myself accountable, if you will, to like continue my education. And I knew that if I had this set up to where I had to 
actively put out content of stuff that I had read that day or new updates. So it would make, it would force me to basically look for that stuff on my own instead of just mm-hmm. leaving it up to, Oh, I'm going to keep learning and keep you know educating myself. And then, so by the time I got, when I got the teaching gig on top of it, it kind of, you know, they went hand in hand and really allowed me to, I mean, prepare myself for like the BCPS and, you know, BCACP and all that stuff. Well, and that's, and that's incredible too. Cause I think like a lot of times in school, every person I talk to is like, you either get asked in your first year, you're going to do a residency and the answer everybody expects, expects is yes. Um, and the more I talk to people now, um, with like the increase in fellowships and the increase in, um, just the realities of where residency is going as far as, the amount of, I don't know, just the amount of work and everything to involve less pay. People are not as motivated to do it. So I think it's awesome to find an opportunity that someone else can do it. You can do it, show an opportunity that you can do it if you put in the work. Um, did you, did you have like, I guess, go-to resources or what was your strategy for keeping up to date? Uh, because for me, I'm worried about when I graduate, I'm going to lose my clinical knowledge if I don't go into a residency or if I don't, you know, pursue further education. So, you know, I guess, for, for me, it was kind of, I used the, the resources like the, the emails and things like that, which I'll talk about in a second. But for, the main thing that I kind of focused on was from like 2015, which is when I graduated until 2008, like early 2018, mid 2018, something like that. Um, I didn't really take, like I used my PTO for the sole purpose of like going back to the medical university of South Carolina where I graduated from, um, and like shadowing or helping with labs or helping with the college and, you know, teaching and like, and constantly trying to be around it. So like my days off during the week, so I was on a schedule where I was working like 12 to 14 hour shifts. I had multiple days off during the week. So those days, all my PTO days was to go to conferences and things like that. And so I immersed myself kind of back into, you know, I even went to a lot of like the residency topic discussions and stuff, even though I wasn't a resident, <laughs> like I would just, still just awesome. go and like That's sit awesome. in and, and listen, you know, so I, I came at, you know, at it from that aspect. Um, and then as well as like, you know, Medscape, um, practice updates, there's like evidence alerts. Uh, there's a whole bunch of different ones, um, that I used like to where I basically just had 30 emails come into me a night that I could like sift through really quickly and see which information pertained to me or what I want to learn more about. And then I would just make sure that every single night I would, read something and educate myself on some topic. Uh, even on days that, you know, I had worked a 14 hour shift. I like wouldn't go to bed until I had learned something. Um, that's insane. That's insane. It's insane. But that's, I mean, that's, it seems like if that's what it takes to stay up to date with everything, that's awesome. And you were, you were driven by it. You're passionate about it. You wanted to, I just make something valuable for people. For, you know, I, I didn't want to get stuck. Like so many people get stuck. I started off working in retail and so many people get stuck in retail or, or think that they're stuck rather. Um, and I just, I wanted it to be on my terms and I knew, you know, when people come up to me now and they're like, Oh, I don't want to do a residency. Cause in, you know, it's, it's cool. You didn't do one. So now I know I don't have to do one. I'm like, yes and no. Like, I yes, mean, you no. have to be very self-aware that like, if you're not going to do a residency, it's going to be super, super hard and you have to put in a lot of work. It would actually have been way easier for me just to have done a residency the normal way and called it a day. Mm-hmm. I mean, it it took me a lot of time to kind of – and a lot of extra hours and a lot of sleepless nights and stuff to kind of get my knowledge to where you know I was ready to go with like VCPS and stuff like that. Well, and that's, and, and that's the thing. It's just, it's just nice to know that there is other possibilities if you're willing to put in the work. And that's the Absolutely. one thing you were talking about a lot in um, – the fit pharmacist thing is just the willingness to put in the work. A lot of people, um, 
you talked a lot about how if you if you want to be the pharmacist who's up to date, the pharmacist who is you know specializing in all these things, you're gonna have to put in the work. Or if, and it's totally fine if you don't want to do that. A lot of people, a lot of my friends now are like, I don't know if I would want to do a residency. I'm like, if you don't want to do a residency, you're probably not gonna want to do a residency when you get your residency. If you you know what I mean? Like you gotta mm-hmm. people gotta evaluate their where their heart is and where where they're gonna fit in. Um, and for me, I don't, um, I'm not even sure where I want to go yet. Part of the, you know, starting this podcast is interviewing people who have done it, interviewing people in different specialties so I can get an idea of where, you know, where I fit. Um, because I think where I fit right now is, you know, making fun educational memes on pharmacy and making people laugh. So, and some people make this. a lot of money doing that. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, let's see, I got a farm. Yeah. But you know, farm D uh, in memeology, I don't know. <laughs> um, I mean, I mean the, w- the way I always look at it is like, what are you doing? Are you happy? That's the only thing I care about. Like I have no intention of ever like turning anybody into my mini me, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Like, I, and so for me, I'm like, even if you have a farm date and you are, that gives you credibility. So if you want to make memes and you can make a living at that and you're super happy, at least you have a farm date that's like you could fall back on if you ever needed it. And it gives you credibility as to the guy making these memes actually knows what he's talking about. So yeah, you know, who cares? Like, I mean, I don't think that just because you went to school for something means that's it. You have to do that for the rest of your life. And if you deviate from that path, you know, you're a terrible person or something, man. I, I'm all about finding what makes you happy and then going for it. And I, 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 I follow that sentiment a lot too. Cause I think that's what I struggle with first year a lot. And I think a lot of people struggle with that too, is like this rigid idea of this is what a pharmacist is. You're, you're a white coat and you're a stethoscope and you take blood pressures and you've got to act a certain way or be, you know, um, but finding that balance. Cause, um, did you, did you ever have, um, like that idea when you were in pharmacy school, was that ever pushed on you of like, you got to act a certain way, be a certain way. And so to, to give you some background on my history in pharmacy school. Um, so you familiar with like mixed martial arts, like MMA? Yeah, I was, yeah, yeah. You were a pro MMA fighter and you were, yeah, you were doing so it. So I got, I got accepted into pharmacy school the week that I got offered for my first MMA fight. No. And so no that's something I had dreamed about doing since I was a little kid before, I mean, before, you know, but MMA was around, it was like boxing. And then, you know, when MMA came around, I was like, I'm going to do that. And I done, yeah. you know, I talked about it for the last, previous 10 years up until that point and then all of a sudden now i had this contract in front of me and then musc calls and they're like hey we, you got accepted into our program and i was just kind of like ah oh, crap oh and no so, <laughs> yes but no <laughs> I, 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 for me i i was definitely not the normal student and you know there was parts of the school that wasn't real thrilled with you know you know the, with the way like i they knew I, my focus wasn't in pharmacy school when i first started and yeah. so you know, I, I was told from the get, like, oh, you have to do this, you have to do that. And like, and, and unfortunately, I was like, I'm, I don't do any of those things. So we got a yeah. situation. And yeah. uh, so you know, that was a little awkward in the beginning. But, <laughs> um, you know, now it's one of those things that I think it's helped me out quite a bit, like, because I went against the grain so much, because now I just, I, you know, I just kind of do things on my terms. And it, it you know, I do it. I put in enough work to make sure that it works out in my favor, but it's, uh, I definitely was told <laughs> I, I can't do this and I can't do that or I have to do this. And, you know, but- well, and that's, that's the realities of it. I, and I'm, I'm happy to hear that too. Cause I think, um, I mean, when I, when I first started, um, doing this, I was kind of like prioritizing like more, um, I didn't really have a system for like gauging whether what I was putting up was like, 
fit within the professional realm or was like you know funny. I think it, there's a there's a hard line to draw between humor and what's what's humorous to you, what's humorous to people online, and what's humorous to the profession in general. Um, and just the risk of going and putting yourself on social media in general. I, you talked about it a little bit with on the podcast with um, Adam too. It's like you got to be very cognizant of what you're doing. So it's like one caution I've learned throughout this is that you've got to just make sure that what you're putting up is valuable and it's not offensive to others and it's not, you know, to a certain extent, you know, going to hurt you in the long run. Like thinking of yourself as a brand and establishing the brand that you want, but also not deviating from your own personality to the point where you're fitting the mold that is in you. So that's that's the big point right there is like I definitely think you have to be cognizant of what you're putting on there. But I think sometimes people get too cautious like yeah. they're like oh i can't put anything on social media because what if a residency program sees this i'm like you're not doing anything wrong who care like residency yeah. programs are not going to see that and be like oh my god this person's a normal human being i better not let them in like yeah. <laughs> it's you know i actually made this joke recently when i spoke at the uh, the kennedy center at usc um i was like look the thing about social media is if you're putting things on there of your normal day-to-day life it's that's like you know what's going to get you in trouble it's not like don't put a video of you doing a kickstand you know yeah. at some party and you don't <laughs> yeah. have to worry about it like don't be stupid and yeah. you know and like that but pe- people are like almost too scared of it and or they try to paint this picture of themselves that's not real like and it they doesn't try come to be, off as authentic exactly like they're too professional like like I, I, that's why our podcast is the way that it is like i'm not gonna lecture i'm like I, i'm gonna talk and i say dude on my podcast and i talk exactly like i do in real life because yeah. i don't want it to be i don't want someone to hear me speak in real life and then be like who is this guy like you know i i want it to be like when you hear my podcast that's me and if you don't like it then that's cool it's not, nothing you know i don't have any problem with that there's plenty of people that probably hate my podcast but it is what it is you know i yeah. don't i'm not gonna change how i am you know and, and act a certain way just to appease you know, the, what I think the status quo is supposed to be. No, for sure. And that's, and that was, I think that was like my biggest struggle too with doing this. And I think it like for any student that decides to pursue this, like you really got to weigh those two balances and you put it perfectly. Like, don't, I don't need to change how I act in certain situations unless it's going to be in a way that's damaging for patients. And, and if that's not how it is, then, you know, then I can keep on seeing dude and man and cool and stuff like that. (laughs) So, um, so I know like you've, you've just, um, kind of, you talked about how sometimes people would be afraid, um, of that. Like if they did start their own social media, um, or branding that like they're, they're afraid that there'll be backlash or anything. Um, but have you, I want to focus kind of more on the positives. So can you think of a time where having our, our core consult, um, RX has helped you kind of network and get a new opportunity? Uh, so the first one that comes to my mind is, uh, and you've probably seen him on my podcast, but, um, Brian Gilbert, he's a critical care pharmacist, um, out in like Kansas area. Uh, yeah. he, um, i I saw a picture of him that he had posted at mid year, probably like 2017, maybe 18. Uh, and it was some research they had done. I commented on it and I was like, Hey man, when this gets published, you know, let me know and I'll put it on my Alexa flash briefing through Amazon just to kind of shout it out. And that's how we started talking over Instagram. Um, he started, I, I realized he was in critical care, had him on my podcast, he killed it. And so I've had him on several times. Um, him and I wrote a, 
a paper along with a couple other people at his um, site uh, on the new uh, the DOAC reversal agent um, that got approved uh, last year. And so we wrote a, like an editorial review uh, on that on the data and stuff like that, and got it published in the American Journal of Emergency Medicine. And wow, dude, that's so, like, awesome! I, I got a publication <laughs> off of a guy that I met through Instagram who turns out gets published like every month. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, good so, connection for you. Yeah. Good yeah. connection for you to make real quick. And, and so, and he, 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 he just hit me up, um, a couple, like a week ago and was like, Hey man, work on this new one. If you want in, it's like, yeah, I want in. Yeah. And, I would love another paper under my name. That sounds like a good idea. Yeah. So <laughs> it's one of it, that's the first one that comes to my mind. I've had so many ridiculously opportunities, like to, to actually like whether it's speaking in a thing, my teaching gig that I got was partly because of the podcast and stuff like that. Cause they had heard that awesome. they, they wanted somebody who was using like different innovative things to like educate. And so that was one of the ways I was actually able to get that gig. Um, I've gotten quite a few, you know, kind of, uh, opportunities and things like that because directly from social media, I mean, I could kind of talk about them all day and I don't want to do that to sound like a complete narcissistic no, crap, but, it's, but it, 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 it really, value. it works, man. It really does. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing too, is like how would, um, so finding out from what I've gathered, so finding out like what you're passionate about, what a student is passionate about, and then trying to figure that, figure out a way to, you know, market that or put that out, just put it out there in the world. Like if, if a student were saying, um, I'm not sure if I want to do like, Basically, if a student was on the fence about putting content out there, what would you say to them? Like, what what would be like the one thing to try and get them over the hump? Well, I would I would first I always start with like what what is your end game? Like, what do you want to do? You know, what is your goal? I mean, I, I've had I've had students who you know their goal was to be the best clinical pharmacist in the world, and you know they're trying every avenue. I mean, you know, re, you know what I'm saying. Like they, that's yeah, the rabbit. No, they're they're going all in on clinical pharmacy. They want to get their name out there. They want to get publications. They want to do whatever. Um, and you know, to those people, I would say, okay, well, what are your other talents besides pharmacy? Like whether it's artistic talent, whether it's um, you know the gift of gab kind of thing. Can you talk? Can you speak well? Can you can you write well? You know, whatever the case may be. Like, how can we utilize that talent to mix well with you know the medical side of things, and then create content that way? Um, I also have had students that I've talked to who literally one guy told me that his main focus is to you know, do well as a pharmacist and to make a comfortable living so that he can, uh, surf more. Cause that's all he really cares about in life. And he was so that's authentic awesome. with his answer. I was like, dude, like, that's awesome for you. Like, that's cool. I'm so happy. Yeah. I was so happy he expressed that. Cause that's not what you're supposed to say when you're in his position. You're supposed to give him this no. Miss America, you know, answer of like all of the people you're going to cure. And he was like, man, I just want to surf. I was like, dude, I <laughs> and, mean, you're, that, and you build a connection with them almost immediately. Cause yeah, it's like, I'm you're, like, you're cool, a human good, being. Yeah. yeah good and for you're, you, man. Like, yeah. so I think it comes down to like, like what you want to do. Um, and then from there, you know, the, the ones that really do want to, take their career to the next level or find different opportunities in their career that they may not have otherwise. Those are the ones that I try to narrow it down to like, okay, can you write well? Can you speak well? Can you, you know, and then take that talent and then mix it. Cause some people don't want to be on a camera, um, you know, or don't want to be speaking out in public cause they're nervous or shy or whatever, but they could record a podcast or they can write really well, you know, yeah. or, or draw really well. I mean, there's cartoons. Happy pills. I mean, happy exactly. Pills. So yeah. happy pills was, she was on rotation with me and, um, that's uh, Amelia Furbish. So she's on rotation with me. And, uh, I, I said, you know, I noticed she could draw really well. Cause I was like, I saw her on her iPad, at, you know, on a lunch break. 
break or something. So I was like, mm-hmm. oh, hey, how about you, you know, you want to make content for my Instagram page? That's part of my rotation is I let them pick what they want to kind of do, whether it's just stuff in the clinic or you want to work on Instagram stuff as well. Well, that's even and, cooler uh, too, because that's not a lot of opportunity. That's not like, yeah. that's like a newer, that's a new option that should be a viable thing that people can do, you know, well, depending, well, specifically with you, because you got the podcast, but yeah. free labor. Haha, no, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no. But also inspiring them to chase what they're passionate about. So like, it's a win-win. Yeah. You know? I, I saw her one day, like I saw her literally like it, like I said, oh, just take today and just create content. That's all I want you to do. Don't worry about seeing patients. Dude, I need to get on rotation with you, Mike. I need to get on rotation with you. Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, she she <laughs> sat up. there literally for like eight hours, nine hours straight and just drew and like create. And like, I've never seen her that happy. And so I told, I was like, you need to be doing this. Like this is, this obviously makes you happy. And she, she's really good at it. I mean, she's, yeah. you know, got a ton of followers in the first like two months of doing it. Yeah, no, and, I uh, saw that. I'm over here at 1.5. She's at like three, seven. I'm like, I, you're amazing. I was like, what's he, I was like, I, uh, you got the professional coaching of a master. Like, yeah, and, well, <laughs> did I you learn that, that from you? Yeah. <laughs> but, but, uh, no, I mean, I definitely gave her some tips and stuff in the beginning, but she's so much, she's got that, like the artistic ability that I don't have. And yeah. so, you know, I mean, it started off, she was making content after rotation for me. And I told her, I was like, you gotta, you gotta do your own thing now. Like, yeah, you gotta build this for yourself and not just give me the content. So I'll yeah. like, re- I'll repost her stuff just to talk and obviously steal, steal some of that credit. Yeah, but, uh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah no, no, no. But, um, <laughs> by the way, she, I started that <laughs> she, she's she's got so much talent like it's one of those things she, you have to blend those two together and she's doing perfect job at that definitely no and i've and i've i've like um i've reached out to talk to her too because i'm i love i love all the drawings she did she did recently did like a pokemon or drug thing on her story and i was like this is this is something i've been thinking about doing and i needed to draw i need to try and draw but i'm not as talented as you so keep it up like it's awesome <laughs> yeah. um how many students do you uh do you end up like encouraging to like do something like that or encouraging or like find you do you do you find yourself seeking like somebody's outside passions outside of pharmacy and then encouraging the to pursue that often or was it just a special case no i mean with me i i if as a preceptor like if i'm not not my pa students as different because it's more like didactic in the classroom yeah of course those are those are still obviously will encourage to do what makes them happy but for the the ones that I spend the entire month with, day in day out, kind of thing, um, that I'm precepting from the College of Pharmacies that I, that I precept for, you know that those are the ones. I mean, I really try to narrow down like first day, like what they want to do, and then I gear the rotation. Usually, I'll have at least two of them with me a month, and I try to tweak the rotation according to that. You know, so the ones that really want to get into academia, I let them spend a lot more time focused on my PA class in teaching and things like that, um, or educating it, you know, the other providers that I work with, you know, on like a drug info or something. Um, the ones that are like super passionate about am care, I, we go hard on the diabetes education, evidence-based medicine, Uh, but I try to because I'm involved in so many different things, I try to get, I've tried to figure out what those students like and the ones who really seem to take off with the social media stuff, like absolutely. I'll encourage them all day long. Amelia is definitely the one that's really taken off with it, but I've had several that have, Used it, not, maybe not necessarily social media, but several that have used some of the things that I've taught them along with as far as networking and things. Um, yeah. And kind of gone and done their own version of it. Well, and that's and that's awesome. Like, I think I, I've, I've had, I've, I've been lucky and I've had a really good preceptor just on my first rotation in community. Um, 
she was she was very good at explaining the why behind things like you stress um and making if i didn't man if i didn't know an answer she'd be like look it up and then if she, and then if i didn't get all the information she'd be like well why is it like that and i'm like oh but it was i don't know i felt like i definitely retained a lot more through that um and the fact that you have like four different avenues you can push people like you're basically four different preceptors in one with being able to push someone in the direction of education push someone into social media you know it's 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 a good it's a good standard for what preceptors should be it's just it's a high standard for sure and you know it's not and like i said it's from the beginning it's that's my personality like i'm all over the place yeah so for me that just comes naturally but i don't ever i don't ever say that any preceptor oh you should pick up all these extra hobbies to because you, yeah. you know that's <laughs> no, just it not, just yeah. works out but like you know no i i love pre- precepting is by far my favorite thing in the world to do and i had some good preceptors along the way that you know really like th- it went out of their way to like encourage and like say like eh, i know you're not like on the normal path of a pharmacy student that doesn't matter you know they still yeah. were supportive and stuff and so that's for nice. me it's like a way of kind of like giving paying it forward to it type of thing of course and yeah so that's good I, I, I love precepting yeah well and that's and that's awesome i um i wanted to uh, give you a chance to to talk about you guys you had did a chapter in adam's book the mm-hmm. new book that he put out jesse pharmacist what was in that um i don't want to you don't have to give away too much because obviously we want people to buy the book and read it and enjoy it but what um can you give it a general idea of what the book was and what your chapter was on so my chapter specifically because what, what the you know, the book is geared towards like people who are trying to figure out what their calling is in, in the realm of pharmacy because there's pharmacy, so many different yeah. avenues you can go. So, you know, what, he, what Adam did is he had uh, students interview people that he wanted to do a chapter on. And so the, basically the student asked me uh, several type of – it was actually a lot of this type of stuff, like how I got started using like community pharmacy to cool. okay. like promote – you know, evidence-based medicine and things like that in the community setting. Uh, and I, I kind of went into just some of my strategies, you know, between doing, using social media and stuff from my own knowledge versus, and then also like the way I kind of, you know, handled MTM and stuff like that and kind of uh, worked my way through my early couple years of, as a pharmacist. Awesome. So. Well, yeah, I'm definitely going to be picking it up and I, I think I'm going to try and talk with him about it too, just cause he's, that man's such an inspiration. That man, that man is great yeah. at you know helping people find their calling, and um, I, I think a lot of students are still trying to figure that out. And I think, I think too, a lot of students like in their first year think like, oh, I need to have it figured out now. Did you? When did you know what you wanted to do? Like, when did you? When did you find out? Man, I still what, don't. I still do? don't know. I, yeah, I, I still don't know. No, I mean, like, I'm ha- all I know is I'm having a blast right now. I love mm-hmm. what I do. The second that changes, I'll do something different. Like. I'm, I'm simple as that. I, yeah. in, in fact, five years from now, the odds of me doing the exact same thing that I'm doing right now in five years, I would say is, is very small. I either I'm going to add different stuff to it or I'm going to tweak it and change it up and try. I mean, I just, I know how I am. I know how bored I get easily. And, you know, I'm, I, I, do, I still don't know what my plan is. I just know that no matter what I'm going to do, I'm going to open up as many doors as that I possibly can. And that way, when something happens, I can just jump through it. Like I had no anticipation of ever teaching. Like that would have never been on my radar, Cross especially not now, for yeah. PA school. Like I would yeah. have, oh, yeah. anybody said like you could teach, but I would have assumed farm school. Like I'm the only farm D on staff at the PA school. And I mean, I love it. It literally is like one of my favorite things that I do during the week. I teach year round now. And I mean, that's been, 
I mean, awesome to, to the point where I, I mean, it's like, I can't imagine not teaching anymore. And so yeah. Yeah. I never would have thought about that had it not just been for me opening a bunch of different doors and then that kind of being presented to me. So that's, yeah, I don't have a, I don't really even know what I want to do when I grow up yet. You don't got a five kinda, year plan. Just, you don't got a, you don't got a three year plan. Just got a, just got a plan. Not even a that, plan, just a coast. That's where me and Adam <laughs> differ very, cause he's one of my good, 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 good friends. Um, yeah. I love him to death, but like that's where him and I differ very, and that's just personality thing. That's where him and I differ very much. He's, he's super like plan goal oriented. Like he has a written, he'll be like, Hey, what's your goals for 2020? I was like, dude, I got no I, clue. I got maybe I just, one resolution and I that just, was, did I not just, have resolutions. Yeah. <laughs> I just know that like, I'm going to like put in a gun to hundred miles an hour and open as many doors as I can and just see, see what happens. That's how I like to do things. And you know, but for him, like what he does, where he's very, you know, he articulates his goals. He, you know, writes everything down. He reads tons of books and all this stuff, and he's killing it on his end. So that's what I love is there is no right way of doing it. It's just yeah. what fits you, and you got to be self-aware enough to know what, which way, you you know, you got to go. Which way you go, yeah. And that's and I think like that's uh, that's kind of like what I'm trying to highlight too is like it's not it's not one size fits all, and it's not it's not you don't have to. For example, you don't have to do a residency to get where you want. You don't have to. You don't have to be Type A. I don't consider myself Type A whatsoever, but a lot of my classmates are. Um, and just, I'm as far I'm, away I'm, from Type A as you could possibly get. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I haven't converted to a digital calendar yet. I feel so disorganized, but also I'm getting everything I need done, so it's fine. Exactly. Um, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I was gonna say, um, uh, what was I gonna say here? Lost my train of thought. Having too much fun, man. <laughs> it's, all, it's all good. It's the beauty um, of a podcast. Yeah, exactly. Editing, right? We can edit all this. We can edit awkward <laughs> pauses out. Um, leave them in. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's the thing. I need to. I need to get better. At just leaving that's, these in. That's um, what I do. I don't edit a single thing on my podcast. Yeah, I need to do that because I don't have the time. First of all, while I'm in class. Uh, yeah. But no, I literally like. I like. Okay, stop recording. Upload. <laughs> Done. <laughs> like that, we don't edit a single thing. I need to do that. Are you on? Uh, do you feel the pressure to like shorten any of your content just based on like people's attention nope. span? Like, are you noticed? Not at all. Zero. Because well, the value's there. Yeah. Well, you're cover. The thing is with you is you're covering like treatment algorithms and nuance and like every i think every minute of your thing is valuable with me i'm sometimes i'll go off on a tangent or something Dude, but, we, we and we've gotten emails about like not going off on tangents and i'm like wait really yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> i mean there's, there's plenty of people we get bad ratings and stuff it's not like every single person that hears our podcast loves it and yeah. i'm like well then don't listen to it i mean like, like, res- <laughs> like respect yeah. respectfully I appreciate the feedback, respectfully yeah but like you know i, I don't i mean i'm not going to change you know, and I'll tweak and try to improve and stuff like that. But like, I'm to not, a certain extent, you can't, you can't, you yeah, can't bend the will of every single person. I, exactly. Yeah. I, and I, I've gave up like a long time ago, like ever trying to please every single person. So as far as like, you know, the scheduling or the timing of the podcast or how long they should be, I'm like, if it's, if it's, if Joe Rogan can have three hour podcasts on his, like, <laughs> like, and, and I yeah, know for no, a fact, you're right. I've, I've listened to some of them all the way through. It took me a couple of days, but like, yeah. I, you can stop and start them. And so I'm yeah. like, I, you know, I'm not going to, that's why some of our podcasts are 30 minutes, some are an hour and a half. And I, yeah, I have zero rhyme. You just let it rip. It. I love it. I'm, yeah. I'm Well, note to self, I'm going to keep that in mind. I've, yeah. I've tried to like put in like fun little breaks of like fake, uh, fake ads for things um, <laughs> that are just, cause I like doing skits. I like doing yeah. like things like that. So, um, and I don't know if you saw, um, uh, I put up a, there's one thing I put up. It was like trying to rip a blister pack without any scissors. And it was like, uh-huh. I edited in like Goku, like going like full Super <laughs> Saiyan while it was happening. And <laughs> I don't awesome. know, I haven't, I haven't been like 
approached by anybody saying like, hey, maybe you should reconsider posting that. Because I think at this point, um, like my message of like what I'm trying to do is clear and like I'm trying to mix humor with everything. Um, yeah. So haven't haven't necessarily gotten, you know, lashback from that. But man, and even if you do, like, are you getting more positive feedback than negative? Definitely. Well, that's the and way that's the thing. At. Yeah, that's the thing. I am. I, I, I definitely. I, am. I've gotten plenty of negative feedback. From random people, I got called a, uh, I got called a sexist one time because, what? yeah, because I had posted a thing that said hashtag pharmacy girls, and oh uh, no, some, somebody but I got can really see that, and somebody, and, oh. and, and, and what's crazy is I used that hashtag because it happened to be trending, and yeah. she said, and so when she said, I was like, when they, they she brought that up, and she, the, the person who complained wasn't like a jerk about it at all. She's super, yeah, of course, cordial of course. and stuff, but like said, like I, I was kind of offended by that, and I'm like, look. Yeah, I'm super sorry that I offended you, but I'm like, and she's because she her point was, why don't you use um, pharmacy boys? And I'm like, because it's not trending on Instagram. Yeah, that's why. Otherwise, different I'll, angle, pla- different I'll, pla- angle, I'll, plas- I'll plaster it all over Instagram. If that's yeah. what it's going to take. I don't care. And <laughs> yeah. um, and so I explained like what she didn't even know what hashtags were, and so that's why I explained that. To me. And I'm like, I'm like, look, my wife's a pharmacist. Uh, most yeah. of the guests that I had at that point had been female. I'm like, majority I'm of women in super, pharmacy are I'm super I'm not sexist. I promise. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> How do you? Well, yeah. Know. There's no way you can explain that you're not. You know, but, you're you're coming you from know. your place of some. For some but, you know, the way I look at it, it's like I know my intent. I know. And so if I ever say anything and like the way I joke sometimes, like there's, I'm sure I've said something that people are like, Oh, it's not really funny or, you know, offended or whatever. That's never my intention. I know what my intent is and I know where my heart's at as far as that stuff. I'm happy to apologize if I do offend somebody within reason. And you know, it's just, that's the way I look at it. Like you can't, you can't please everybody that it's impossible. Well, and that's important too. Like for anybody thinking about, you know, starting something like that, like you can expect there's going to be some misunderstanding. And as long as your intent is where it's at, then you're, if your intent is pure and you're not trying to, you know, go after anybody with malice, it's just going to be like a consequence of starting it, just a consequence of being on social media, which brings me to my next question, Mike. Biggest question, because I don't know how I feel about it. You going to get on TikTok, man? You're gonna I'm be already TikTok? on TikTok. You're man. on you TikTok. At? You're on TikTok. Ah oh, no! I don't know why I'm reluctant. I was gonna ask because you guys were talking about um, on that episode with uh, Adam. It's I I feel like I can already see it being the next biggest social media, like the next Instagram kind of thing. So like hopping yeah. on it early is extremely important yeah. if you want to have the highest kind of following or influence when you're on there. And I I don't know. I've seen. I just feel like that's going to be a recipe for me to just do more outrageous skits and potentially not, you know, I don't know, just potentially, I don't know. Everything you've said, uh, being on social media, as long as you're posting correctly and not in a way to like harm, um, it won't ruin opportunities. But I feel like also TikTok isn't as familiar with employers as Instagram. And I feel like it lends itself to be more loose as far as like, you know what I mean? It's more focused on, I don't know. This is my opinion. More focused on like a younger generation, I guess, but I don't and, know. And it, it definitely is. The, the reason I got on it and the, like is because what you said, it has the potential to grow into the next big platform. So by the time everybody that's, you know, our age jumps on it, like yeah. I want to already be there and know how to, because I had no idea how to use it. I didn't know how to like 
edit stuff on it because it's a whole different ball game as far as like yeah the with the text tools and all that yeah and so you know i just got on it to mess around with it and try and see what works and like i'm not going to sit there and like choreograph you know uh, do dance choreograph. choreography or something yeah like that, which but, like, is what i see on there every time it's just and, like and, <laughs> like dude it's awesome for those people but i can't freaking dance like that so i'm like nope. i'm not gonna do <laughs> how do i fit in yeah and so that's where it? i'm at now is i'm trying to find different things i mean you can check my tiktok out and see what i've done i've either taken clips from the podcast that is like they were like ridiculous or something that you know i said that was stupid or funny or whatever and made yeah. that or a couple of like i had a i did one where it's like a, a video of me now like in our in our lab at work um yeah. and I, I held the um microscope over and then fly and then switched it over to a picture of me as like a three-year-old with a microscope that my parents got me oh wait like, i think i saw position. that yeah yeah so, i like, saw that you know, i did like stuff like that like you know so yeah, I'll, I'll watch out some of the trends that people have on TikTok, and then I'll do one like that that's medically based. Yeah, but yeah, I'm just messing around with it right now. I'm super early with getting started on it, just well, to see how it works. Now that I see that, and I can see, I can see it being the next big thing too. And I think I just need to get over the uh, the initial fear of like taking it overboard, but just using, you know, giving myself a second check of like, is this funny? Is this, you know, is this. You know, so is this that whole thing is it funny is all subjective right like so it's yeah. funny to you might not be funny to somebody else and what's not funny to you because you're going to be your own worst critic you're going to see something and be like ah that's not cool that's not funny dude i could think it's hysterical yeah you know? you're and totally so right who who just put it out there you'll know <laughs> it won't yeah be you'll polite, find so out you'll, you'll know <laughs> like that's too many people spend too much time thinking about how they're going to do something instead of just doing it and it's, I totally it, agree. Let, let, let the people listening dictate whether it's good or not. Um, and that's why I say like, you're going to go, you're going to get negative stuff, but is it more positive than negative? Then, you know, there's your answer whether or not it's good content. And then you yeah. can just change and go from there, which is what I love about like starting this whole thing is cause I, I think initially I was, I was caught up in that. I was like, uh, is it going to be, you know, am I going to talk about medicine or are we, are we going to do like drug reviews each week? Am I going to do, I like looked at what you were doing and I kind of looked at what Arch Radio was doing. Um, and some of the other accounts like Adam, David Vu and other people that I follow. And I'm like, how do I, like, where do I fit in? I kind of did some self-reflection and like, what are my strengths? How, what am I going to post about? And like, let's just go for that. And I think that's, I think it's working so far. I enjoy it at the Damn very yeah. least. So um hoping hoping other students can find that passion too and find that find that connection between and and the big thing too is not being afraid to like let it evolve like yeah you may as you get into clinical you know you start spending more time in clinical year and like you start like learning all this stuff you might get super passionate about oncology like yeah change gears and make it you know like so like the contents directly reflect around oncology i mean who it doesn't matter like where people spend so much time the overthinking that instead of yeah. just putting out the stuff like like what you said and you're like oh, i just kind of am just going for it and just trying like that's exactly what you need to do like yeah. just try fail try fail i mean that's just the way it, you know because you're going to try something you may not fail at all it may be the next huge thing and that's what takes takes off there's yeah. stuff that i've put that i'm like this is going to be the worst thing ever and then it ends up getting you know thousands and thousands of views and i'm like who is watching this yeah you're like yeah. who likes this <laughs> who's, who's the one that's into this yeah no i, I, I i'm shocked people listen to my podcast you know i really yeah. am i really no, am for like, sure the fact that like th when i look back and like i'm like we've you know had over a quarter million downloads and stuff now i'm like who is listening to this thing like wow. it's sh shocking to me like that six people well, listen it, and was there a threshold it, before that takeoff was there like no, it's a, just like been, did you notice it, it's been just consistently steady. just growing yeah so and how long I, how many years now 
I started in basically started in uh, I think it was late December of seventeen. So it's been gotcha. two years and like a month. Gotcha. Wow. So wow. Good cheese, man. That's 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 definitely something to be proud of. And and it's and it's not about. I'm, I'm happy. Like it's, I, I I'm happy to hear that it's not about like it's not about the downloads. Like it's not about it's not about trying to get the most likes on a post or the most you know the most followers. It's about just trying to provide evidence based medicine to people in the Absolutely. in their hands where they're most visible. Like where they're actually going to go on their shift or on their break. You know. Yeah, and even even from a, like a you know. Like what are you what are you getting at this from a career standpoint other than just the you know doing the right thing and providing these content for people you know yeah. that the you could have five followers but if one of them is super hooked up and they feel that you know and he likes your stuff or she likes your stuff then that could be the all you need so it's like oh he only has five followers he's not you know or five listeners or whatever yeah so, well that one person could be the game changer for you you don't know and so people get caught up like you said on like the likes and all that nonsense like that's who cares like that stuff will come if it's good enough who cares about that stuff like yeah. the, the six people that are listening to you now when you first start maybe all you ever need and then you're you know the life's about to change so that's the thing that people always lose sight of they look at a number yeah there's plenty yeah. of people who have a million followers and nobody gives a crap about them they could go away tomorrow and no one would notice well and it's and the thing is too before instagram took the likes away is you could see kind of the ratio of like who was actually looking at their stuff based on their algorithms and who was you know like it's the people that actually care are going to be the ones looking at it and liking it and the people that some people don't even see regardless of the number but no it's an important point like i i wouldn't have me- i wouldn't have messaged rx radio i would have never gotten in contact with you i would have never i've it's opened a lot of doors for me that i i hope to keep you know exploring and expanding on i would have never, never met more norman so it's it's an incredible tool that i feel like a lot more people should be using in in a way that they're not right now so and and you never know like that's what i mean going back to our original point of like the networking and stuff people will literally spend like their savings to go and like go to this conference for three days and quote unquote network with all these people yeah which is cool like it is it's beneficial it's like it's free you you, you didn't spend you didn't spend time to freaking hit me up on instagram and be like oh you want to talk for a minute and yeah it's like sure let's do it yeah any like and there's nothing keeping anybody now from doing that like that that's the part that I think so many people are missing out on as far as, you know, they look at social media like it's just a fun thing. I'm like, it's a networking opportunity that and you have no idea. If you hit me up in two years from now, we keep in touch and you're like, Hey, I'm moving to Charleston, like, you know, I'm looking for a job down there as a clinical pharmacist, blah, blah, blah. Like, you don't think that after two years of us hanging out and talking and stuff like that, I'm not gonna try to hook you up. Like Yeah. You, you just, it's such a small world. Like you don't think like that's the thing. I'm like, you don't think that this stuff makes a difference? Like No, for sure. And, well and, and, that, and that's what's paradoxical to me is like Pharmacy pushes at least at least in almost every single school. It's like pharmacy is a small world. I hear that the first time I was in school, I was like, "That's a threat. Like that's a if you mess up, everybody is gonna know it." Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But it really is the opposite of that. It's 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 it means if you make a good impression or if you reach out to people, that people are gonna stick their necks out for you and help Heck you. Yeah. You just gotta make the first step, and that's the that's the first thing I think people are afraid to do. And I'm yeah. I'm hoping after hearing this, I'm hoping after people listening to this hear this that like it's not. It's not hard to make the first step if you just, you know, shoot a, you know, shoot a comment, be like, this is funny. I like your stuff. Like, yeah. it's not, it's not well, hard. And, and especially people who, like, people who you want to talk to with and, and stuff, you know, a lot of them are going to be more than happy to talk to you anyway. Yeah. So yeah. If, you, if you get a response back, like somebody is like, oh, you know, hit me up through my 
uh, my faculty email because this is inappropriate and blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh, come on, man. You probably yeah. have somebody I want to talk to anyway. Probably not the person. <laughs> yeah, probably not the person I want to hit up for a rotation it's or hit like, up for Yeah, exactly. It's like, ah, you're good. You're, you're too full of your own ego. I don't think I need to mess with you right now. Yeah. You know, that's most people who are like going to help you and stuff are, and are down to earth people and don't have the ego thing are going to be more than happy to talk to you regardless of which platform you message them on like i would never think twice about a student messaging me on instagram people are like no. oh, I, I better do it through email i'm like well it's a little easier crap. too when you got your text message in the tag in the, yeah, in the bio yeah, like literally sure. text I, me like i tell people I'm like don't email me man i gotta check my email I'm like just text yeah, me that crap. i'm gonna Let's miss go. it i'm gonna miss it or <laughs> yeah. in the in the instagram messages now they have like general and primary i'm like i don't even keep track of one inbox don't give me two i don't yeah. oh, <laughs> i a, can't do that disaster yeah, apologize to anybody I've taken a while to respond to. I get I get a lot of like messages through there, and I'm just like I'm in school, I'm I'm I'm, I'm doing something else, but I'll, yeah, I'll get back to you. Know, six days has gone by, and you feel like a jerk. And you're like, oh, yeah, no. yeah, <laughs> and you're just like I promise I I care about you. It's just yeah, <laughs> I'm terrible at not opening the app. Oh, and with so many inboxes. Anyway, um, if they're this has been really awesome. I'm, I'm glad of being able to speak with you. And I know I'm in a, I'm in good company when you've got a skeleton with a hat in the background there and you got a snap back on. It's <laughs> yeah, so funny. You know, it's <laughs> awesome. I was, um, did you, so there's a lot of like challenges and stuff that get posted on Instagram, which I, I, I don't mind getting tagged in, uh, but I half the time the challenge is like, what are you doing right now? Or like, it's not even a challenge, but I think I tagged you in one and, um, it's like the hat challenge or something <laughs> I just came up with. How many, how many hats do you think you own? How many hats do you Ooh, own? Hats. Yeah. Um, just as a fun little like probably, ending. Probably, probably six to 10, maybe snap six hats. to 10. Yeah. yeah. I don't you, have nothing crazy. Gotcha. But I do wear I do wear snapbacks quite a bit. Awesome. <laughs> so yeah. Well, the people wanted to know. It was like one of the only few uh, listener questions I got so far for nice. this. Um, people watching the video version of my podcast are like, "Does that dude like ever dress professionally?" Or yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> He's got a white coat, right? Yeah, it's on his skeleton. Yeah. He just goes to yeah, work like that. Actually. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then you posted. A, I saw a video of you with another student. Um, you're kind of filming your process of walking through um, a recommendation, I think, or a patient yeah, case. Yeah. Um, and you were you weren't again. It was like a hat and like a, or your baseball tee and nothing. She was. Um, do you do that often in your students too? You'll have them like walk it through because she kind of looked a little nervous on there. And I was like, Wait, Oh man, so, this is <laughs> this is intense. <laughs> I feel for so you in the moment. Basically, I just she didn't even know what I was doing. We had just saw that patient. And oh yeah. It was it was Friday, so like we always have like real casual Fridays for our clinic. Cool. And so that's that was in, um, and so like. We literally were just like discussing what had just happened. We had a good, it was a what I thought was a good case, and yeah. that was like when we finished up on. I was like, I was like, hang on, we gotta record this. And she was like, what are you talking about? And I just started filming. And I was like, just just go with it. And so what you saw was literally just me pulling out my phone and just talking. And yeah. that's why when I said, what do you think? She was kind of like, uh, yeah, yeah. She was like, why is this crazy person? Like, yeah. So yeah. Um, and then after uh, we finished, it was like an eight minute just like rant on my part. And she was like, afterwards, she said. Uh, She's like, I, so is that really how you make your videos? Just impromptu, like, yeah. That's, and that's your that's skill. Like that's your strength it's, of just being able to kind of go with the flow and speak it through. And I'm like, let's just, just basically say what I was doing in my head and just make it into a, you know, goofy, quick video. But I'm like, that's, you know, I don't know. That's beneficial. It, it works. works. So, yeah. yeah, it got a lot of views and I got a lot of messages about it. So I was like, I need to do these more often. Yeah. No, and then, but, and then finding out what works and what doesn't is exactly yeah. a good example I, of that. Exactly. Just seeing it. And if people have been like, this is the worst thing ever. Like, okay, saying, sorry, oh, it won't happen sorry. again. All right, yeah. geez. Or maybe it will. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, so I don't yeah. want to. Th- 
I don't want to take up too much of your time, and I really no, appreciate man, you're you being good. With this me, is man. fun. This is a cool like break for me from uh, the clinical like you know more yeah. nitty gritty stuff. Just being able to kind of chop it up a little bit and talk about random stuff. This is cool. Yeah, well, and that's and I I hope to keep it kind of more casual because I think a lot of times I really do want to keep focusing and highlighting like that you see the white coat of a pharmacist, but then you don't really get, like there's not a lot of opportunity to highlight like their personality, their other interests, and their view on the career other than what you see on their social media. So this is awesome. Um, do you have any last, I mean, I know we covered a lot, but I guess what would be your biggest piece of advice for someone who's wanting to kind of start their own page and then build it, um, that we, we probably already covered, but what's the most important thing that you found to like remind students? The most important thing would be if you have any sort of inclination whatsoever to do that, do it. Like don't, don't ponder it and think about it and get, uh, you know, a, a study session together to see who like who thinks you should do this and this that just do it like don't overthink yeah. it just put out the content and you know if you're having fun with it just keep doing it and just see what happens it, it took me you know doing it for a couple of years to like really start to see the benefits like where now i can look back and be like oh yeah all these things wouldn't have happened had i not been putting out content yeah there's plenty of nights where i had worked a 14-hour shift and i was tired and i didn't feel like posting something or whatever and but i just like yeah whatever suck it up and do it anyway Mm -hmm. and i'm super glad that i I did that back then because now i've gotten all these other things that uh, you know are super fun to be a part of because of all that so if you have any sort of desire to do it don't overthink it don't read how-to books everything's free on youtube hit me up i'll tell you how to do it for free i don't care yeah or I, hit I, me I up and i'll tell you to just go uh, for yeah. it too i'm the biggest enabler too when it comes to this kind of stuff because like, it's like I, you gotta like i'm yeah i mean you I, I want people to do it like i have zero desire of like so there's some people i know that like don't want other people to come up with podcasts because it's like they oh, competition like or yeah yeah i'm no. like all that the more the merrier not only that, but only if somebody who says that, it's like, oh, it's competition. I'm like, yeah, it's because you're a C player. Like, yeah. you know, come on. Like, if, if, you yeah. were good in, if you were good at it, you wouldn't be worried about competition. Like, I don't, I could care less if I want every single student that's on my rotation to start one. I don't care. And then I hope they are better than me. That'll make yeah. me have to work harder. That means harder. You, you, you taught them well. And if, yeah, yeah, exactly. Now I can, now I need to step up my game and it becomes, a, exactly. it, it just, it, it's an ever increasing benefit to yourself and the field of pharmacy that we're all deciding to pursue. So Absolutely. win, 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 win. Up and down the board um yeah. so, so just go for it that's like that's the moral I, of that story <laughs> well i think that's that'll be the name of the episode just go for it with <laughs> mike you Corbino. i like it so um nike will sue I, me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um i always try to um so i end each of these episodes nobody and nobody has gotten it fully yet um, I put a tagline at the end of one of my like at the end of every single one of my long, long posts captions uh, or captions of each, and it's a uh, it's a tagline. So do you do you want to try and give it a go and uh, do the do the sign off if you know it? I hate to put you on the spot. Yeah, so I don't know the sign off, but what it, no. what is? Uh, I'm sorry, man. It's, all right. it's okay. I don't it's even okay. know my own sign off. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my sign off changes uh, every single time. Nice. It and my, I probably shouldn't do it anymore. I don't know if taglines are still in date, but it's uh, it's stay healthy and don't overdose. There you go. Nice. I nice, like it. Yeah. If you, how can listeners uh, get in contact with you if they can? I you you've got that text message service that sends you a link to all of your all of your um, LinkedIn sort your LinkedIn, your Instagram, your Twitter. But if there's anything you want to plug right now, anything last minute, um, how they can contact you? Go ahead. So any any social media platform, pretty much. Um, if you go to the handle uh, Core Consult RX, um, 
core consult is c-o-r consult all one word because you know that's real great branding um <laughs> but it's like it's like my last name corvino so i thought i got real clever there it's and nice. uh, like it. or you can hit me up at uh my email address is m corvino at coreconsultrx.com um you can also use the uh the texting platform, um, which the phone number is area code 415-943-6116. You'll get like an automated response asking you for to like fill out this form, which basically just goes into my phone book so that if I send out a mass text, I can uh, separate it by like specialty and things like that. Um, I'm not going to like sell your information or anything. I don't have time for that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> enough side but, hustles. You got enough side hustles going on. <laughs> but uh, yeah, any, any, any of those things. Um, and then obviously shoot me direct message on Instagram or Facebook or any of that stuff is perfectly fine too. tweet tweeting tweeting at me anything tweet, tweet, like that Twitter Twitter X Twitter RX yeah. <laughs> so any any of those things are, are good There's, if you want to get in touch with me I'm not super hard to find awesome well I, I really appreciate it Mike you have, you have no idea it's been really nice just hearing your side of everything that you're doing and kind of just get the more personal side of what people yeah, don't man. see on the surface so no worries thank you so at all. much I appreciate for your time you having me no for problem sure. at all thanks yeah.